What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the planet. That's right. This is True Sex Politics with you as always. The beautiful, the brilliant, the badass Nicole Rodriguez. And backing her up as always. It's me. It's me. It's the DABE. Your food porn unicorn. Your pat tie rabbi. Your board lord coming back with another episode. Nicole, the wheel is hot. It's ready to go. We're wheeling and dealing. Where do we go? There's so many places to go. First of all, Dave, I want to say happy May. Happy May. Finally. So, a, a lovely, a lovely month indeed. Uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit more into it. As you may or may not know, it is beef month. And since since last week, we now record from bed, or at least I do. It, it's a much more pot. Yeah, this is nice, right? It's way laid back. And I was just thinking, why isn't my bed shaped like a gigantic hamburger bun? I, I always assumed it was. So this is more news to me than it's not. Why? Why? Why hasn't that? Why hasn't that come to fruition yet in my life? Like, like, do people have? Is that like the like the adult version of like the race car bed for kids? Like it should be. <laughs> Like my pillows are pickle slices. Right. They're like little tomatoes. I was thinking, right. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like the world is your oyster there. Then yeah, you know, you got the blankets that could be your lettuce or whatnot. Yes, definitely a lettuce blanket. And then maybe you have one of those body pillows shaped like special sauce in like a grizzly mm. shape, you know? Gotta have that sauce. Gotta have that sauce. Shit. All right, what, do you so think, what do you think of the Big Mac sauce, by the way? I don't think we've ever talked about this. Have we not talked about Big Mac sauce? We have. Okay. So before we get into that, Dave, can you tell everyone your favorite signature McDonald's menu item? Oh, it's the McRib all day. Every day. <laughs> I fucking love the McRib. If you don't love the McRib, I want you to stop listening to this show. Smack yourself in the face. Go out and get a McRib and then report back. And then come, come right, come right back to us. So apologize. Do you, okay. So do you remember two different time periods when this is perfect beef month fodder, by the way, do you remember two different time periods? One where there was like a big Mac wrap. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh my God. The wraps were great because kind of like a roll of toothpaste, you could like roll all the special sauce into your mouth. Like, (laughs) like a big that I was. So I would do that. I would like, I would wait. I would get like all the Big Mac sauce kind of towards the end. So it would be like this glorious last bite of like this, this like cum shot in my mouth of like all this Big Mac sauce. I love yeah, that. Like that. You're like, Argh. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I'm not even ashamed about it. I was like, Argh. so, so there was that. And then for a while there was something called the Mac junior, which was just fucking perfect. Cause it allowed you to have all the joy of a Big Mac without feeling like a beached whale. Because it was like half the size, but it had the sauce. Or a double or what? It, I think it was it was a single, but it had you know it had like the same lettuce as a Big Mac, and it had the sauce. And 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 Dave, I'm sure you've purchased stuff. I'm sure you've tried it yourself. You you really can't perfectly recreate that at home. I'm close, but no, I I, I am close though. I've been close, but you know, as they as they say, no cigar. So that's where I stand on the Big Mac sauce. That's a national treasure, as far as I'm concerned. Let the people in. We're gonna we're gonna lift the blanket a little bit here. What what do you use in your Big Mac sauce? So I'm a real basic bitch, Dave. Mm. Um, If I'm making 
something like that. I'm doing mayo, mm-hmm. ketchup, check, a uh, little bit of pickle juice. Yes, yeah, I, I use relish, but yeah. What? So what? What? Uh, and 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 then I'm like, well, I can't get it this close. So my other go-to burger sauce is ketchup, mayo, sambal olek. You know that like spicy. Uh, that's taste. a. That's a. That's smart. Look at you. Do you do that with both sautéed like caramelized onions, cheese, and then an onion ring? Look at that. That's a hat. That's a. That's, that's what bur- I haven't made that in a while. That's a good burger. Isn't that true though? Like some of the best things about a burger is the simplicity, right? Like I know there's like a million things you could put on a burger, but like a Big Mac, it's simple. Like there's not much on a Big Mac. Uh, and, and yet here, and yet here we are talking Everything about taking that sauce, like, like a, like a money shot, you know, that's all day, just right on the face. Mommy, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. Look away, mom. <laughs> You're not going to be proud, but I'm going to be. <laughs> but I'm doing it. Uh, on on that note, we've got a really hot May wheel. We've got some themes going here, which we can get into, but I'm I'm going to give it a spin, okay? Let's go. Let's do the wheel. Wheeling and dealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing. First podcast of May. Lots of good stuff coming up this month. Finally. I love that sound. Oh, the happy sound. Um, Dave, I think you can probably speak to this a little bit. So Grandpa Joe, Joe Cool, what are we calling him? What's what's his like good nickname? See, it depends, right? Like if he's in the aviators, he's definitely like Joe Cool, right? But, right. But then he's like Camp Joe, the camp counselor. There's Grandpa Joe when he's kind of giving a speech and trailing off there a little bit. He, he He's... He's a man, he's a jack of all trades is what he is. He's a man of many nicknames, but he right. he just passed his 100-day mark. And I saw some things today that I thought you could touch on that this is the best that the market has been since, has rallied back since JFK or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So do you have your own little breakdown, your thoughts on Joe's, first 100 days yeah so it's been a mixed bag right so we've we've definitely gotten on them we've definitely critiqued where there are areas that need to be critiqued so in a lot of ways there's a lot of similarities to where trump left off i mean the show the chauvin trial kind of gave him a little bailout where he didn't have you know mobs in the streets or anything like that or any you know potential riots nothing like that happened so he kind of got spared there um, this, the stock market deal is kind of the same thing. He's, he's kind of getting bailed out by the vaccine. So, I mean, any, any president, no matter who it was in the office right now would be benefiting from this because this is what the whole market has been waiting for. There was the big shutdown with COVID. Everything went to shit, unemployment through the roof, but now everything's going to start picking back up. Consumer spending is going to be huge. Uh, everybody's just going to be, you know, walking around, ready to spend, ready to go out, ready to hit restaurants, ready to for entertainment, travel, you name it. So, I mean, no matter who was president right now, they'd be benefiting from it. And I think it just, you know, it happens to be Biden because he was running against Trump. 
Yeah, I, I don't think there's much more to it than what you just stated. I don't think it's any like, hey, this is the magic of Joe Biden. Isn't he fantastic? It's just, No, that's so right. That's so right. And I mean, he, right speech and he had his little almost State of the Union address. You know, he he went out there and he laid out like an agenda. He wants to do, uh, you know, universal pre-K and he wants to do. Uh, what was it? A couple years of community college for free. He wants to expand jobs, get everybody vaccinated. I mean, all good things, but any asshole can also lay out an agenda. Anybody can say you want something. He said he wanted a $15 minimum wage. He had a chance to do the $15 minimum wage, but the Senate parliamentarian who nobody ever fucking heard of. You think Trump would have listened to a fucking Senate parliamentarian? No. Would have ran him the fuck over. Would have ran him the fuck over over and biden's like well there goes that <laughs> never mind <laughs> sorry <laughs> when i was working in scranton as a kid i mean 15 dollars <laughs> well that, that's ho- ho- hopefully some of that comes uh, ho- hopefully some of that comes to pass and really happens but you're right. see how much of that was bluster versus how much actually gets done because I, I don't think he has the stomach to really, ch- I mean, he's not going to get any Republican votes. So the time is now he has to do it within the next year because I don't, uh, there's a chance he holds the house and Senate with the economy soaring, which I think it will be doing. There's a chance he holds on to it, but if he doesn't, this is his only time to get shit done. And I don't see him putting pressure on Joe Manchin, Kristen Cinema. I, I don't see him winning any Republicans over to the progressive side. So that's going to be the real test. Is he really going to get anything done or is he all talk? Well, we're only a hundred in. Let's, uh, let's see what he gets done. And as always, thing, we're keeping wanna, an eye on camp Joe. That's right. Well, we got to keep that. But his big thing is I want to be the next FDR. And I'm like, just because you knew FDR doesn't mean you're going to be the next <laughs> FDR. <laughs> <laughs> I shined your shoes in Scranton for some sex. Just because you went to middle school together. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not the same thing, Joe. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take another spin here. There's, Let's there's Let's a it. lot of excitement. Topic. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good one to kind of grease the wheels with. Where will she land? Oh. There it is. We've got we've got a couple of food related topics this evening. It is food sex politics. It's not all raunch here. Sometimes sometimes we do get into the food. We do try. We do try. Just kidding. We try for raunch the whole way through. Cinco de Mayo. It's not on a Tuesday this mm. year, like it no was last year. Super right. special. What is your go-to preparation or do you just kind of call bullshit on Cinco de Mayo? Where are you at there? I don't, I love Cinco de Mayo. Like it's such an American thing to celebrate this holiday. That's not even a thing anywhere else. Like the Cinco de Mayo was originally due to a Mexican victory over the French in one battle of a war that Mexico ultimately lost. So it's not even a big thing anywhere but here for some reason, but I love Cinco de Mayo. It's like the Mexican St. Patty's Day, except everything's better because it's in May. You get tacos. The drinks are better. The food's way better. The women are more scantily clad. It's a win all the way around. You really just broke it down there, all the pros and cons of Cinco de Mayo and how it 
whoops St. Patrick's Day's ass, basically. It is easily the best. Um, what's the what's the would you call it ethnic holiday? Like, is is that wrong to say? Oh, God, I don't know, Dave. You might oh. have just gotten us canceled. Oh, we just <laughs> oh, <laughs> goodbye, <shit>. everybody. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what what's the word I'm looking for? M- made up holiday by American. That's well, it's not made up, but holiday that we are not at all entitled to celebrate, but we do anyway. That one. It, that's the one. That's it. That's it. See, you know what always confuses me about this? So we 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 stretch to like find all these like cultural holidays, right? Like St. Paddy's Day. That he was in Ireland. That that doesn't count for us. Then it was uh, Cinco de Mayo. Nope, that doesn't count for us either. But we actually have Juneteenth that we could celebrate and make a big deal about. And we're like, pass. <laughs> Never mind. Nope. <laughs> not that's, real. That's not good enough. Actually. Nope. There's no nachos that day. <laughs> I mean, if that is the criteria, I'll, I'll at least say that's true. Now, do you is is there a Mexican beer that you will drink, or do you go for a different libation that day? Tequila is for the devil, so I, I do not fucks with the tequila unless unless it's one of those nights. But um, I like Medello. Like I, I really like Medello. Yes, that when I was in Mexico. Yes, do you drink it now still? I do. Yeah, anytime I can. I I don't see it everywhere, but when I see it. It's a gra- It's a must grab. I fucking love Medello. Oh yeah, that's a that's a staple in our household because it's really available at the bodega across the street. No shit, you guys do it right. Yeah, sometimes it comes through the door in a can. You know, whatever. Keep it. What's like a treat beer when I can get that one? Oh, keep it fucking classy over here. That's right. You guys do it up. Very nice. And and so, will you translate Cinco de Mayo? into a board this year i think i have to right like i don't know if i'm gonna do um you know like a nacho board or if i'm gonna do tacos but yeah it's something something must be done because again i loves me some cinco de mayo and and thinking board wise now i feel like you see more i think you see more diversity in taco shells and tortillas now at your average grocer is there do you have is there like a lower limit on the size of a tortilla for you like how small will you go on a taco you know what i like like i actually like like those little like street taco ones that are like the size of a silver dollar (laughs) (laughs) that's where i was going with it Like, I love those. Like, you don't feel as bad, like, when you pop, like, 12 of them. Exactly. When you have, like, 25 of them in a sitting, it's totally fine. Like, where, where do you go for that? Do you go for, like, like the Chipotle size where you have, like, this big, like, wrapped baby in a blanket size burrito? Or do you like, like, the, the street taco little guys? No. Yeah. If we're going tacos, I like those little guys. I like a double corn kind of, like, soft, nicely warmed tortilla. It's got to be corn, right? They do the double, you know? Got to be corn all day. Yeah, got to be. Now, do you make any of your own uh, tortillas or anything like that? I have done it. It's such a pain in the dick that I... That's one of those things where it's just easier and not significantly different to buy. No, it's just that lemon is not worth the squeeze. So I've literally... (laughs) 
I've literally done it twice. And otherwise, so there's there are just so many good corn tortillas out there now. I'm like, so true. I'm just going to warm these up. And they're so cheap. Like, how much is a bag of tortillas? Exactly. You get like 75 of them for $3. $1.50, right. Yeah, it's not even an exaggeration. Where are you going filling-wise? Are you doing a mix? Like, what's what are you going to do? I mix it up. See, I like to throw a lot of stuff on there. Okay. Okay. Like I like it sloppy. Like I like, you know, like dripping down the arm and kind of catching it. Like I, that's where I'm at. All right. So I, you're I, gonna, I, you're I'm not a eater by any means. You're going to pile it up. I, I have Please. to, I have to shout one of our favorite listeners again, because we've talked to talked about her before. Um, Elin in Sweden. For sure. She did a taco and she kept hers vegetarian. Of course, mine was not, but she did a taco with black beans, sweet plantains, and I don't know what kind of cheese and cilantro. So I've been doing that, but I turned it into a a canned, like a, a canned black bean spread, almost like a black bean hummus. So I'm doing that on the inside of a corn tortilla with uh, chorizo and the sweet plantains, feta cheese, Ooh. and cilantro with pickled red onions. What? That's like that's like one of my new favorites now. That's beautiful. I think you did. I think you'd uh, get into it. So have you? So she's Swedish. Have you ever seen like that? I, I, I'm gonna butcher it when I try to pronounce it. Tumbarul, I believe it's called something to that effect. What the fuck it's is like that. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's she's made it a couple times. It's 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 like a hot dog on a tortilla. Oh, and mashed potatoes. Like it's the weirdest fucking thing. I was like, <laughs> is it, are you basically like it? Like it's a hot dog taco? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, now, well, now you have my attention. Obviously, <laughs> you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. I get, wow, I like that. I'm stealing that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's like a hot dog taco kind of thing. Oh, we're gonna have to revisit that come July. Yes. When it's when it's hot dog month. Okay. I'm oh, going to stick that Point. hot dog concept in my back pocket. We're going to put that on the wheel for the coming future. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to take another spin. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm looking forward to what Dave creates, what he has dripping down his arm. All right. So we mentioned earlier when I'm talking about laying in a hamburger bed that May is May is beef month. And uh, this past Isn't month, April, month, beef month, what a joyous month, right? Beef month should live within your heart all I, year. I mean, it, it really does. I mean, this this is technically it. But I mean, come on. This is fantastic. Um but April was Earth Month, and did you do you celebrate Earth Day? Did you go and like post a picture of yourself out in the wild or in a fucking waterfall or anything like that? No, um, nothing, nothing at all to that. No, but you know what? You know what I love about Earth Day? It's like all these girls like take the opportunity on Instagram to like do those pictures, and I'm like, I fucking love Earth Day. <laughs> I'm going to put you to the task next year. We want to see your Earth Day presentation of sorts. Earth Day in the birthday suit. (laughs) There it is. That's going to be the hashtag next year. 
That's it. Just pose like a pose in your super green lawn or like behind a shrub. <laughs> I'm going to do lawn angels out there. Exactly. <laughs> Earth well, day. I love mother nature. So un- unfortunately what I saw is a sort of micro trend during earth month is how do we say this? A, a, a lot of environmental virtue signaling, if you so, will. You know so what much. I mean? Like, oh, this is well, this is how I'm saving the planet, and this is what we're gonna do to do our part for a greener planet. And unfortunately, unfortunately, a couple of magazines, um, Epicurean, I mean, I don't know who's reading magazines anymore, but, you know, online presence counts too, right? A lot mm-hmm. of these publications have gone mainly online. So Epicurious, and I believe also Real Symbol said that they were no longer going to print recipes that feature beef because, quote, this is how they are doing their part for a greener planet. <sighs> so how, how did this Republican bullshit talking point find its way into so many places? Like it, it was a bullshit line to begin with from the green new deal that everybody picked up and ran with. And I, it wasn't even a line in the green new deal. There, there's nothing about beef consumption in the green new deal. But that's where I can trace it back to starting. I know that there was a big pushback after the Green New Deal. And I think it had to do with because there, there was talk about possibly regulating methane, which, you know, people abstractly go back to cows for. But aside from that, it, it's been a bullshit talking point from the beginning. And so many people have picked it up and run with it. And I don't understand it. Well, I, I mean, I think there's a. I think there's just like a lot of misconception. There's, there's a lot of misconception in general, but I think, I think for a lot of people, it's just what they perceive as being sort of an easy scapegoat. Like, Oh, I heard beef is bad for the planet. So let's look really woke and take it out of our magazine entirely. And, you know, quote unquote plant based and blah, 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 blah when it's just it's and and we could get to that other bit in a minute about people taking other things out of out of context because you know there's always yes there's the other side too and no one's no one in the government at this moment is suggesting that we reduce our red meat consumption um but isn't this also like punching down because there's nobody saying oh Maybe we should eliminate, you know, uh, factories pumping, you know, fucking smoke and shit in the air every 20 minutes or no, let's not go after them. Let's not go after like big ocean polluters. Let's not do that. Let's let's kind of punch down to like something kind of sexy at the moment. Right. Right. And it's and and it's but it's always, quote unquote, sexy at the moment because it always do you notice that it always comes back around somehow to animal agriculture. And I I think specifically beef and dairy a lot. I think that they get thrown under the bus like more often than any other segment of agriculture. Um, But the numbers that are thrown out there are just, they're not true. Even half of the time as far as what that industry accounts for from a greenhouse gas emissions 
perspective. You never hear the other side of the story about land preservation or what you get out of that industry. Because you could look at, and you make a good point. So like, okay, why aren't we going after these like big time polluters and why don't we go after transportation a little bit more? It's like, really, a, a lot of us could be a little more conscientious about how we travel, right? Is that like a pretty fair statement for a lot of us? I think it is. And I think uh, that's going to be interesting to see with what happens after the pandemic, right? Are we still going to be working from home primarily? Or are we going to force people to go back into offices where they're sitting in traffic and eight lanes of highway, everybody pumping, you know, the emissions into the air. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we don't go after. That's a really good point because if you do care about the environment, your answer is easy. If your company, you know, pretends to be like one of these, you know, virtue signaling people that are going to, you know, shit on the plastic straws or whatever, and then make you go into the office all that time. They're just as much to blame. Like they're a cause of pollution. Plus, how much how much of a fucking carbon footprint do these, you know, big office buildings, warehouses, whatever? What's their carbon footprint? It's huge. Like they can eliminate all of that. So they're full of shit if they are going to virtue signal for that when at the same time they're going to oh everybody back in the office. Why? Right. All, All all of that. And how about how often we're all ordering off of Amazon? Like the Amazon truck comes to my apartment building sometimes twice a day. So you're telling me like all of that isn't, you know what I mean? Like that's not contributing. Of course it is. Like a lot of those everyday choices contribute and they're not, they're not really serving a positive environmental purpose, right? Like, okay, so you ordered, I don't know, some fucking new plastic spoons off of Amazon. You ordered a new butt plug. I, 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 I don't know what you ordered today off of Amazon, but it's like bringing all of this plastic basically into your house nine times out of 10 and everything that went into bringing it to your door at the speed of light. Right. So everyone shits on beef and dairy, but okay. Yeah. So there are some environmental inputs there, but what are we getting out of it? You're getting nutrient density that keeps people from having nutrient deficiencies. So it's like, you just never hear that other side of the story and no one stops to examine all of these lifestyle choices when all of these other all of these other human choices are the much bigger contributor to greenhouse gas emissions so you well, see you stuff said, like I mean, this you and could also go after different. amazon with like all the trash that they're producing now right like i mean sure. everything comes in a box everything in that box is usually got like those little like blow up plasticky um like air bubbly things yeah. in them those are probably good for the ocean, right? Wow. We'll be around for a billion years I'm because thinking. we're not shooting trash at the sun because we're the only ones that fucking realize that. <laughs> it, all comes, it all comes full circle, Nicole. It always comes full circle to shooting trash at the sun. Whatever, whatever the topic is at hand. We need to that look is- into that. We need to look into why we're not doing that. Someone's, uh, someone's, someone's got to figure that out. I, I'm, I'm taking another spin, but I, I think you're going to be thrilled that these are two very related topics. Let's do it. We've got a couple of dick topics left on the wheel. I'm trying to tell you. Let's take a spin. 
Never, never a bad day on the wheel when you get a couple big topics. So this is a topic that was actually left on the wheel from our last episode with Joy Nystrom. Uh, really? And, and it's, it's, it's small dick energy. I don't know how else, but to just put it out there. Um, do you have any personifications of small dick energy around you? There's so many, right? So when I, when I think small dick energy, you know, you think like people that kind of whine, like, like, like I think Republicans a lot, like they whine, like they don't actually do anything. They just bitch, right? They just bitch and bitch and complain. Like that's such small dick energy, isn't it? That is, that is some pretty small dick energy. And it's, you know, we're just so in tune, Dave. That's just the way we are now. Um, Mm -hmm. We've got like this major source in my community that just radiates small dick energy. Like it's so vibrant, but the dick is like, someone's got to be getting a tweezer out to find this thing. That's how... (laughs) So this is micro dick energy then. This is, I'm sorry, this isn't small dick energy. This is, yes. Is there something smaller than micro? I I, I don't, let's call it GOP. Is this? Yeah. <laughs> GOPness energy. GOPness energy. It's very, it's very small. So obviously, as we saw over the last four or five years, if you have an opinion about a presidential candidate, um, in many cases, you are probably pretty loud about it with flags and bumper stickers and hats and the whole thing. And that's only one side. Right. However, Dave, it's 2021, right? Did I miss something? It is 2021. Not that I'm aware of. So, so the election is over. I just wanted to clarify, right? Okay, good, good, good. So there's, there is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a little while. So there's a, there's a guy in our community and he always flew crazy flags. Like, like, like Hillary should be in jail and always flew his Trump flag, which was like, which was kind of like, okay, whatever, like, haha, this, this guy is really into that side of politics. No big deal. Um, but now he has, he has a Porsche decorated with Trump and Melania's faces on them and all sorts of, you know, like Trump, it looks like he went to get his Porsche wrapped in Trump paraphernalia. Like, I really think that must be what he did. Welcome to Long Island. Um, so he has that vehicle. And then I see on like a community board, someone's like, there's someone driving around with flags that say, fuck Joe Biden and fuck this and that. And he's driving near the schools and blah, blah, blah. Lo and behold, this man also has a Jeep with a bunch of flags waving that say, fuck Joe Biden. And they also say, fuck Kamala and have their faces all over it. Now, yes, I guess that's, that's your, that's your free speech. I suppose, I guess that's all. that if uh, Trump had won the election and if I was riding around in front of the school with a fuck Trump flag, 
it would be all over Fox News. Like, can you believe he's saying this in front of the children? Oh my God. Exactly. You that is that is such that is such a good point. So of course you have people saying, like, oh, that's just free speech, whether you like it or not. But so you know, so my question is that's one like point. that's not the point. That's not, not the point. You're not gonna not say point. anything kid. <laughs> How about like decency? I don't know. Maybe decency being a point. I guess that's lost on this individual. So I, I wonder, like, how small is your dick that you are going to those lengths of idiocy? So, no, that that's such a good and and that you and that you should have the money to kind of know better, right? Like, right. Not not that money equals smart, because believe me, I work in finance. It certainly does not. Right. But right. to have a person to be that fucking student have a fleet of vehicles from what you're saying here, that no, is not absolutely one. not one vehicle. No. Yeah, you gotta but have like, two. But really, I mean that uh, that's just like being such a small person to just like whine and bitch because I ain't get my way. Like fuck off. Like your guy. Look, if Biden would have lost, I wouldn't have been happy, but I would have known, you know what? Biden was kind of a shitty candidate. We could have done a hell of a lot better. Sucks that we still have Trump. Wouldn't have been happy, but it, I, I wouldn't have had like a Biden 2024 flag fly. Like I've oh, seen he's a got the of those Trump, around us. He's got the Trump 2024 flag on there too, obviously. Um, Holy shit! Like, yeah, get over it. He like you whiny little bitches. Just uh, go away. Like, like this is their personality. Like, this is who they are. It really, it it really makes me wonder, though. Like, what what goes what goes on what goes on in your head? Like, what what is it? Is it a small dick thing? It, it, I I know correlation is it, it not is causation, but there's got to be. That's some small dick energy is what I'm trying it's to say. Small dick energy. It's such like this big, like, I need a daddy energy, right? Like, I need, <laughs> I, you need like this authoritarian to like rule your life because that's essentially what they want. Like, it, it, it's just stunning to me that they, they can't get over it. And they almost like fetishize Trump and his family. Like, it's to such like a fucking weird degree. Uh, why is there, I, I just, why would someone have that strong of a connection and not, it's not like he won and it's like, Oh, I've got all my Trump flags out. I'm really happy. He's like, no, he lost. So you have to put fuck Joe Biden all over two vehicles. Like something's just not adding up in, in your life, I suppose. You have a lot of the time and a lot of money. It seems. Yeah. It's really, um, that is, that's a case study though. Right. Like I, I would love, is, right. Just like, Wow. Like, what is this person's daily life like? Like, but they just I, I sit there and watch him around and all the time. So I think it's a big part of his life is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's his day. I think, I think that might be, I think he might be on a schedule of, 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 yes, of that. I'm drive with fuck Biden flag. <laughs> 11.30, break for lunch, then fuck Kamala flag. 3.10, school dismissal. <laughs> oh, hit the school. 
Exactly. He's got he's got that all he's got the bus routes in front of him and shit. <laughs> Following the buses, beeping the horn with his flags. God, what a what a mess. Yeah, they're um they're out there. It's like you think you think it's done, but for some people it's just it's just not over. In general, isn't it just like belittling to like see someone whine? Like aren't aren't you just like, oh Jesus Christ? Yeah, shut up. Move on already. Right. Like about anything. I mean, anything in general, like just whining and just this like a, a overall like bitch attitude, like stop. And and can can you can you recall in your lifetime another election where there was that sentiment? Like, do you ever remember anyone losing? Like, do you remember John Kerry losing and people like, you know, like you went on with your day. Right. Like, who gives a shit? You went on. on with your day. When Mitt Romney lost, you went on with your day. Right. Right. Just no, never, ever. It's the fact that he's become their personality. Like I said, they, they worship him. They fetishize him. It's, it's, I, I don't even know what it is anymore. It's like a fucking mental disorder. And, and, and I, I mean, my child has seen him and not that she's like reading, not that she's like reading what's on the side of his truck because it's not like you know he he goes by fast and she's not totally paying attention but i we've mentioned him and i said well you know he might have a mental problem and she's like well what's that i'm like well kind of you know it's not really normal that someone would be doing i mean how, how do you explain that to a child no i mean that's right and i mean like i said if the shoe was on the other foot this would be national news. Fox News would broadcast this everywhere. Like, look at that. First off, they just love being victims. Then again, if you're just crying and playing the victim, that's small dick energy, right? Like, especially if you're not the victim. Like, shut the fuck up. Pack it. Pack it. Pack it away. And and on that note, what a perfect segue. Look at that. So you came up with <laughs> you came up with what is probably a an apt um, slogan going forward into summer. What is this? Waxed and vaxxed? Waxed and vaxxed. That's where we're at right now, right? Uh, what is your... be going into summer. What is your prediction, some of your predictions going into summer now that everyone's vaccinated, things are opening up, masks are off, I think this summer is going to get crazy. I think there's going to be, I, I say watch nine months from this summer. I want to see where we're at. I want to see if there's a baby boom. Look, I am not surprised. Like, I, I think when we, I, I think we were both surprised when we read the numbers that there was no real baby boom for the quarantine, right? Like, I mean, there was right. a little uptick, but it wasn't a boom. I think we're due for a boom. Because, look, nobody wants to fuck somebody that they're stuck in a house with all day. You know. You, you don't. You don't. You just want to go off in a closet somewhere and jerk off and be left alone. That's all you want to do. You don't, uh, No, you don't want this person. But um, now that you're out, you're vaxxed, you're waxed, you're ready to go. There's travel. There's the masks off. Like it, it, It's this sense of freedom. Plus, there was this big cloud of death hanging over us. So like there, there was all this like tension. And now we're ready to release all that tension. I, I am predicting a baby boom, an STD boom. All the good stuff is about to come. So literally, 
Okay, so I agree with I agree with a lot of that. However, I bring this I bring this up today because Durex is saying that they have seen a double digit increase in sales um, as compared to a year ago. Now that some of these restrictions are being lifted, so. Is that like you're out and you're getting prepped or you're like, all right, a mask on my face and put it on my dick now? Like, what do you, <laughs> what, would you, would you have predicted that? No, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly shocked that condom sales are up. I thought like we were going to be in like, and I hate saying this, so forgive me. I thought we were going to be in like such this like YOLO state that it was going to be no condoms, just like complete recklessness. So I, I, I'm actually shocked that condom sales are that high unless they were just that low before. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they were just that low. That's a, that's a great point. I am with you in predicting that baby boom. So that would put us at, let's say like from July, right? Yeah. Say like the part of summer. Yeah. So like, so basically a year, pretty much like a year from now. Yeah, that's right. Here comes the boom. Yeah, I, I I think it's going to be a big April May boom, right? I I would I would put money on it. I would be surprised if there's not. Like I said, I mean, I I think with everybody being out and everybody being all cooped up and frustrated, and like I said, that cloud of death, you can't underestimate that. So I I think I think it's going to be huge. I I think it's going to get rowdy quick. Are you ready to like go out to bars and stuff? Ah, so you know what's so weird? I don't miss it. Like I, I, I would like to go out on, you know, like see people and everything, but I don't miss it. Is that weird? No, and I I I, I, maybe I don't think, think it's weird. Is that it? I don't think it's I don't think it's weird. Like we were talking about how we, um Europe is opening up this summer, right? Mm-hmm. And at first we're like, oh wow, you know, maybe we should Maybe we should go somewhere. Where should we go? And then I sat back and I was like, you know what? I, I, I can't really think of somewhere I really want to go right now. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, eh, eh, I don't know. So, yeah, there's not a whole lot that, I guess there's not a whole lot that I really miss. It will be nice to be out and without a mask and like a little more relaxed. Um, but I'm a little bit like antisocial to begin with. So I'm not like, Oh yeah, I can't wait to fucking go out this summer, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not looking like rage. No, no. I mean, that's, you know, kind of over, but it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I should be like the old men and the Muppets who just watch and, you know, critique and yell at the kids. Exactly. Does one of them have a good Muppet unibrow? I want to be that one. If so. <laughs> I'll be the bold same one. You be a bold one. I'm gonna do a little bit of penciling in and we might have to do uh, a camera <laughs> one. A camera Just sitting one. there yelling hating everything. That's it. So uh, so Dave, give us a little teaser of what else we have coming up in May. We are obviously back at you next week and the week after. Dave, who are you bring to us? 
It's a fun month, so there's a lot coming up in May. But we have uh, we have Amy Austin coming up, right? We have Amy. We've got. Uh, I'm sure the wheel will never disappoint. So the wheel's always going to be spinning. A lot going on in May. You got Mother's Day. You got Cinco de Mayo. Um, it's Beef Month. We're going to be talking Beef All Month. You can't go wrong there. So it's going to be a good month. Memorial Day. All of those exciting, Memorial exciting May. If you enjoyed what you heard here this evening, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? Drop a comment if you can. Share with a friend. Find Dave, Food Porn Unicorn, Dave Shirotsky. On Instagram, it's notoriously.nicole.rd. For me, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. <laughs>